industrial revolution is happening now. Trying to make sense of the B2B technology strategies and trends that will be key to success? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Moonshot Exec. Here's your host, Kevin Pritchett. All right, all right, all right. Fantastic. This is Moonshot Exec, and I'm Kevin Pritchett. Welcome to my podcast, and I'm extremely honored again to have you share your precious time with me. If after you listen to this podcast, you'd like to subscribe, please go to my website, moonshotexec.com, to sign up for the email list, as well as subscribe to the podcast. You can also search Moonshot Exec on iTunes and now Google Play. This podcast continues my broadcast from the Vancouver Resource Investment Conference, held the 21st and 22nd of January here in Vancouver. With over 8,000 attendees this year, the conference is the world's largest conference dedicated to resource and mining exploration. I spoke with Alex Klenman, President and CEO of Azincourt Energy, a Canadian-based resource exploration and development company focused on alternative fuels and alternative energy sectors. Azincourt's core projects are in the clean energy space, with two uranium exploration projects in the Saskatchewan in Canada, with partners Sky Harbor Resources and Fission Uranium. They're seeking to actively increase their project portfolio in correlation to macro energy and fuel trends. I'll put a link to their website in the podcast description. The company is led by Ian Stalker, a 40-year mining veteran and former CEO of Euroman, which was sold in 2007 for $2.5 billion. Azincourt looks like it has a strong executive and geological team. We talked about lithium and uranium, key metals for electric vehicles. We also talked about various trends and traffic jams in India. This is raw audio from during the conference. So, time for some wisdom from a key market player. Wisdom. Stick this in your face here. So, sure. Alex Klenman, is that the correct? Proper? Okay, this is great. With Azincourt Energy, which correct. is a new name for the company. Correct. So, uh, what we're going to talk about again, we're going to assume there's a caveat, you know, standard disclaimer regarding forward looking statements. Uh, but, uh, but, first question is where the key market forces are driving greater demand for uh, the metals that you're focused on, which is, I think, lithium and uranium? Correct. Well, it's, it, there's kind of a gap between the two, but we believe they're related. We look, obviously, lithium is being driven by the electronic or the electric vehicle trend or revolution. It's probably a good word for that. Uh, uranium is clean energy, clean uh, footprint. We know that. We believe that. Um, Fukushima aside, uranium has a great future. Technology is, is better. Uh, smaller reactors, different types of situations. Yeah. I think one of the things people forget about is how, if, in fact, everybody's driving electric vehicles in the future, how yes. are we going to power them? Right. We're certainly not going to power them with coal. We might do some solar, we might do some, some, uh, some wind, right. but honestly, I think uh, nuclear energy will have its day again, and uh, we'd like to be a part of that. Right, right. That, that's great. And it's one of those things, yeah, you kind of have to bring up when you're talking about uranium, do you see lingering concerns about, uh, due to the Fukushima Daiichi accident, 
in Japan? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's, I think really from a different ways to look at it. Industry-wise, the industry knows where it's at. Yeah. From the retail side or the, the man on the street, right. you, have, you have to overcome that. From an investment side, investors know if you've gone through uranium bull markets, right. there's, quite, there's nothing quite like them. Cannabis, absolutely. cannabis and cryptocurrency are a taste of what happens in, in uranium bull markets. Right. But the, the, the ascension is always followed by a rapid catastrophic dissension. Right. So uh, those are the things we have to overcome. Right. And I think uh, long-term thinking ahead, we're confident that you know as we get further and further away from Fukushima, and, you know, the time is the great healer. And, yes. and but technology yes. also gets its opportunity to make up that ground. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're correct. I think savvy investors kind of know, you know, what the lay of the land is. So, so what you see is Azincourt's sort of competitive advantage versus some other companies sure. in our space. Well, there's some there's some interesting ones. First of all, we're we're many companies in our space are either a uranium company or a lithium company. Right. Very few are both. We see them as being related, and so therefore we, you know, there's a different sort of mindset for us. If one sector tails off or doesn't do well, perhaps we get a lift from the other one. So there's diversification there that helps. Yes. Um, the other side of it is we have a chairman of our company, a man named Ian Stalker. Yeah. Ian is a competitive advantage. He's yeah. put 11 mines into production. He sold Uramin in 2007 to Arriva, a uranium company, for $2.5 billion, was the largest takeout at, at the time. It may wow. still be, for all I know. Yeah. So Ian is uh, a remarkable man and, and a guy with a long history. Very few companies in our space can point to a lead man like Ian, Absolutely. who has been there, done it, and proven himself, and, and wow. we're lucky to have him. And it's one of the reasons why I think Azincourt will do well. We have a great guy at the helm. Yep, yeah. Now the people are, are key, basically. So what are there any geographical areas or industries that you really want to focus on in terms of you know, we know electric vehicles, we know nuclear power, but sure. uh, well, from uh, from an uh, exploration standpoint, we look for the the the, the juiciest parts of the planet for right. the for the metals or the the elements that we're after. But uh, further to that, I do believe the let's talk about electric vehicles for example yes. everyone talks about tesla that's an easy entry point for the man on the street all you have to do is say tesla they get it i love that car by the way <laughs> car but you see what often what hurts this business is is details yes. and if you have to spend 25 minutes discussing why something's important you're going to lose the retail Absolutely. because they're more interested in instant understanding gold for example doesn't require much of an explanation at all it's no. an instantaneous thing so obviously lithium has been been uh, the beneficiary of Tesla yeah. and, and uh, the, the media hype behind Tesla. So that's one thing to look at. But we believe, I believe, quite frankly, that uh, countries like India are going right. to be main drivers here for uh, elements like lithium. Absolutely. Um, they are going to dwarf the rest of the planet because they don't need a Tesla that does zero to 60 in three seconds. No. They don't want it. It's much more of a practicality situation and honestly I think that's what we have to look at for demand. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, I mean if you've ever been in a traffic jam in India you know that yes. zero to 60 doesn't really help you that much. <laughs> and I agree, I think, listen, I think that's where this is going to go right. and and lithium is so, so early stage and so uh, People don't understand. There's not a lot of people running around the planet who really understand lithium as, as an element. Right. They're just, it's new. Honestly, it's a new thing. So uh, we've got a long way to go. The industry has a long way to go. And right now it's got a lot of hype, which is good. Good yeah. for shareholders and good to get funded and 
right. all the things we need to do to do what we do. But it's still going to come down to how we prove ourselves over time, and 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 that's where a guy like Ian comes in. He's a miner. He finds mines. Um, and we have some great geological guys on our team uh, with Ted and Paul and the others. So I think that's that's an advantage for us. But but overall, when you get to the, ge the geography of what's important, from an exploration standpoint, we're going to be in key areas on the planet. And from uh, an execution standpoint, demand standpoint, I think we have to look at places like India and China. Right, right. Okay. I think that's it. Perfect. Beautiful. That, that, was, that was awesome. Thank you. I, I know why you're president. Much. I know well, why. I talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the magic of digital. Well, I hope you enjoy this episode of my podcast with Alex Klenman of Azincourt Energy. You can continue listening to my next podcast, an interview with Trent Mell, president and CEO of First Cobalt, as well as other standalone podcast interviews in the next few days. Thanks to Cambridge House, who put together a great Vancouver Resource Investment Conference this year. I wish you all a safe, productive, prosperous week. I'll talk to you soon. Again, if you like this content, please go to my website, moonshotexec.com, to sign up for my email list or subscribe to my podcast. Also, I have links to my social media there, including LinkedIn and Twitter. You can search Moonshot Exec on iTunes and on Google Play to sign up for my podcast. Also, please like my podcast on iTunes and Google Play. This is really helpful. Share it with your friends. As always, go out there and rock it. <laughs>